0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wolverine 24 7 Podcast, your audio source for all things Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting. I'm your host, Zach Shaw. Steve Lorenz is back, and we have some big news to talk about. Obviously, I assume most people have heard it by now, but Jim Harbaugh. Despite going to Minnesota and interviewing with the Minnesota Vikings, he, he will be returning to the Wolverines for the 2022 season and presumably beyond that bit of a surprise. I, I don't think, um, I don't think many people were expecting it to go this way. I think, you know, I think everyone uh, was kind of assuming that he would be gone. I don't know if everyone was necessarily ruling it out. It wasn't a, a done deal necessarily, but at the same time, uh, big, surprise so Steve let's just start there I'll let you get the first crack uh you, know, you we're, we're obviously scrolling Twitter we're like preparing stories uh kind of leaning toward him departing and going to coach Minnesota it sounded like he was a, a top target he spent the whole day interviewing there all signs pointed to him wanting to go to the NFL so your initial reaction when, when it comes across Twitter and and you start to start to get some of the phone calls that that harbaugh is in fact staying with the wolverines for the 2022 season
2: Uh, i mean if i'm being totally honest my first thought was that february to september will be a lot better now um because it won't be another crap off season and, and fans being angry for us to have to cover for six months so that was my if i'm being honest that was my very very initial thought my second thought was you can like you just never know with with Harbaugh. Um, So like, yes, it felt like he was leaving, but like with him, it's like, there's never any outcome that's necessarily going to like shock me or, you know, blow my mind or anything like that. So, um, you know, Michigan is on the precipice of doing some really good things, you know, and that's why I think while it's, it's understandable, you're at his age, you've had, So you've had a solid amount of success at Michigan, but it feels like they're on their way up. You know, there is still a limited shelf life and we've, we know how close he came to winning a super bowl. Um, You know, with somebody who's coached and proven himself enough to be a, a a wanted commodity in the NFL, uh, you know, it's, it's understandable that he would, that that would still tug at him, uh, you know, to go back because, like I said, because of how close he was to actually winning one. So You know, but I mean, overall for Michigan, I mean, this is is obviously best case scenario. No coaching search. No, you know, none of that. Uh, That that would have obviously been regardless of maybe even what direction they would have been able to go. It was was not a best case scenario here. So, you know, now I think it's a situation short term. Got to mend some fences, mostly on the recruiting trail. Um, But again, but that's the type of thing, though long ways, but, you know, that's what, like, that's, they signed the, their class. I mean, Cavante Henry uh, flipped away today. That was expected for a long time, but you know, a lot of momentum in 23, that'll really be the big thing. But I think you, one of the, I think it was the tweet of yours. I respond. that I responded to Michigan, their schedule sets up to have another really good season this year. I, I think this will be a long lost memory by the time it really, really matters on the recruiting trail. So um Overall, you know, crisis averted, I guess, you know, and and, and now I got to think, and I said this when I in my write up the other day. I think now this goes away. I don't think this, you know, I think that was other people concern or other concern for people was that was, is this is going to be a yearly thing now. I did mention as was like, you know, if, if Frank Reich and in, in Indianapolis stink next year, you know, there's such a natural connection and fit, would that be a thing? I, I got to think now you know this will not the only way it becomes a thing is if it becomes a thing the way it was a thing before when none of those rumors the last like 3 or 4 years were ever there was never really any legitimacy to them this was right. the only off season where it was really an actual thing so the only way it becomes a thing is when the same people who you know for forgive me here but the same people in my, at least from my standpoint the same people who picked Michigan to go 5 and 7 6 and 6 this year will be the same ones to start churning the NFL stuff next off season, depending on uh, which jobs open up. So uh, yeah, overall, glad it's over. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's just annoying to kind of sit around and wait. You can only write and talk and do so much about this type of thing uh, without spinning your wheels and and talking in circles. So glad it's over. I got to assume obviously everyone else within the program, glad it's over and uh, Michigan can move forward here.
1: Yeah, I think I mostly agree. The one, the one thing I am curious about, the annual thing, I think one possible situation where this isn't an annual thing is if Harbaugh just straight up didn't get the job. You know, they said, thanks, but no thanks. I, we don't know that that happened. We don't know how everything went down. I imagine we'll start to hear a little bit uh, in in the wake and there'll be some reports over at the michiganinsider.com michigan.247sports.com but i think there's a small part of me that wonders like if he just straight up didn't get the job is this going to be like john beeline when he interviewed with the pistons everyone thought it was over and the next thing you know the next year he's taking a job and so i i don't know that's something that we're just going to have to wait and find out but either way i think this is a big win for michigan because Right when this all happened, for for a little look behind the curtain, I was knee deep in a in a hot board of you know potential assist, or new head coaching candidates for Michigan in the event that Harbaugh left. Not not a uh, ideal list, I don't think. I think there's a few guys on there who I think could have success, especially kind of getting a, a fairly easy first season in terms of it's it's their easiest non conference schedule in like 50 years. A uh, lot of their big games are at home. You know, there, there's certainly some opportunities for anybody to, to start the season 3-0 and 4-0, and just maybe get their, their feet wet a little bit. Um, but I, I didn't think that list. There was no one out there who I thought, yeah, they could be an immediate upgrade over Jim Harbaugh. And maybe Michigan fans disagree, but, but personally, I, I looked at that list and I said, yeah, Michigan might, might be in trouble. And so now they're not. Uh, you know, there's certainly a lot of questions that come with and, and lots, of, lots of stuff to talk about. We won't talk about it all today, but obviously we'll hit some of the big ones. I guess the first big one, Steve, uh, this is the one that everyone's going to ask about right away. And I'm sure your next recruiting podcast here in the 24-7 Sports Michigan Insider Podcast Network will go really in depth. But how big of a concern is negative recruiting? You, men- you bring up a great point that this isn't necessarily new. Coaches have always used kind of Harbaugh's NFL connections as, well, you never know, he might go to the NFL. And, and it sounds like Harbaugh, at least with this these past couple classes, has found something of a sweet spot where he he doesn't necessarily say, like, he's going or he will go, but he isn't turning it down either. He's, not, he's, he's coming forth with, like, this, this approach of honesty. And I, I actually don't hate that approach because every player they're recruiting also wants to go to the NFL. They, dream, they don't dream of spending five, six years in, in, in college. They dream of being so good after three years that they're off to the NFL. And so um, I actually don't hate the honesty approach. And I think that is actually quietly a good way to quell the negative recruiting. But, but for you, Steve, you cover recruiting a lot more than I do. How big of a concern should it be for Michigan as something that they have to mitigate it? And in your mind, what can be done to maybe get, I guess, the relevant recruits, the recruits that they were probably going to be in the running for anyways, to not be concerned about it?
2: Uh, so first of all, I agree. Uh, I think the honesty thing is actually a really big benefit for him in this situation, provided he was completely honest with everybody, which for all from all indications that we've received, he was straight up with the signees. Um, I don't know how many, maybe the recruits, I don't know as much about the actual recruits. As I said, I've been out for a while. I haven't really talked to any recruits in the last couple of weeks, but um, I know the couple signees, he was honest with them about it. As long as he was honest about it, that's something, that's a foundation he can go back on when he's talking to these same kids that they've been recruiting and say, listen, like I was honest with you about my, you know, what I was looking at, what I was considering. I'm being honest with you now. Michigan is, is where my heart is, where I want to be. You know that's where I think they can get past this quickly. If he had lied and said he wasn't interested, you know, wasn't listening to the NFL talk, and then he ends up in he's in Minneapolis this afternoon or this morning for an interview, you know, that's one of those things that can really turn off parents, high school coaches, the kids, obviously. So you know, I I, I do think there's something to be said about his approach in that regard, but um, otherwise, I mean, you know, I've I, I already seen a couple reactions from some recruits, uh, that are positive, like, thank goodness, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, like I, I, from my standpoint, I, I just think he, you know, that's the one thing about him that is always, I've always appreciated is that I've never really felt like he was BSing anybody about anything. Really? I know a lot of people outside he the Michigan market. Never, refuse
1: he never does the used car sales pitch. Yeah.
2: Right. And so like, I think a lot of people outside of and what's always interesting to me is that that approach, because that's what yeah, the used cars that you're used to that when it comes to college football. I think that's why Harbaugh makes so many national writers like uncomfortable. And and how they can't like they're they're almost in, incapable of handling somebody who like just tells you what they they're thinking or tells you how it is, or, or is much more straight up about their situation. You know, so um but yeah, from the recruiting standpoint, yeah. I mean, it really – official visits would be April, I want to say. The spring official visit period starts um, – dead period started today, I want to say, or or, or yesterday for the, for the juniors. You know, the coaches were yep. just on the road the last two weeks.
1: They um, all have the week off.
2: Yeah, so, like, there won't be – there won't be any communication there for about a week or so, and I don't remember when the communication period starts back up. At that point, I assume – you know, any conversation he has with a guy they really, really want, I actually wouldn't be surprised if he'd be the type to just to address it before they even ask, uh, depending on the depth of conversation with, with said recruit. But I think if it's a guy they really want, I think that's going to be, I would be surprised if that's not his approach at some point, maybe not right away, but at some point, I think that's going to be his approach with it. And, and I, you know, it's worked for him in, 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 different instances before the negative recruiting is a thing where you can you you can only control what your message is you know you look at the, like the james franklin's probably the mel talkers i'm assuming you know guys that are going to be in other these kids ears about harbaugh and the nfl the ones who have been in their ear before about it uh obviously it's not it might not have stopped either way uh but i agree the difference is obviously you know he did an interview and everything i just i just think he's going to stay with the same approach that he's taken. And um, again, if they win, if they have another really good season, I don't see this nine, 10 months from now costing them a kid uh, necessarily. You know, I think it'd be other reasons at that point. I don't really think it would be uh, much of
1: a thing. Yeah. I think that's fair. I don't, I don't think anyone who, I think it might, re, there might be a couple kids who don't visit or something, but I think anyone who's like actually interested in Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, at this point probably is going to be the same amount of interested in Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. And then one thing that's notable is uh, I I I'm, I'm open to being corrected. I didn't see a single thing on social media about players being frustrated by this or, or I guess being emotionally invested. I saw a lot from fans and I, I get it. I get where it's really frustrating that your coach is, is kind of not just interviewing for the job. Cause cause that's, you know, he just led them to the playoffs. The NFL is, seen by pretty much every coach in the industry as as an upgrade um not just the interest but the, the fact that it it endured for five weeks that frustrated the heck out of a lot of fans I I get that but I don't I don't remember any players saying anything about it in fact I think I saw a lot of players come out and support him I think um you know, Will Johnson's Dad basically said, Yeah, even on Monday, he said he wants this this job. You know, <laughs> like like that that wasn't this giant scandal. It was just kind of, yeah, this is what what he's been. So I think he helped he did himself a lot of favors not being a a swindler or used car salesman or trying to trying to make everybody happy. You know, he was just he's weird like that. He is. It's not always comfortable. He's not I would not consider him a a charming uh you know, recruiter or person in press conferences, you know, he's not a people pleaser, but, but I think in this case, that honesty helped him. Steve, I want to, actually, we're going to hit a quick break. Got a couple more questions for you on the other side, Uh, but you're listening to the Wolverine 24 seven podcast.
0: eBay motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive. That's all your own. It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603
1: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back. Thanks for waiting. Obviously, the, the, the terms of his restructured deal are not disclosed there have been reports from from sam on our site that it might be in the neighborhood of of ryan day's salary kind of in that seven to eight million area i don't know if that's something that he has signed or if michigan maybe even upped its offer we don't we don't know what what's happening in that regard but i assume he will be getting a raise and then there's also been a lot of talk about not necessarily trying to compete with like texas a&m but maybe michigan i guess gathering its its powers that be in terms of boosters to maybe increase what michigan athletes are able to get in name image likeness and that's something Mich- michigan can't broker the deals and they can't foot the bill but there are ways to to engage the boosters let them know um kind of kind of how to get connected with players so those are kind of the two things I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on in terms of numbers or contracts or changes, because I, I, I do think, I don't think Harbaugh's coming back if he doesn't feel like he has a better chance of competing for a Big Ten title moving forward than he did entering this season. Uh, but, but Steve, I guess looking at it from the administrative standpoint, there's, there's two things. It's, it's kind of interesting, a little bit of a juggling act where, where I don't know, if the administration was as frustrated with Harbaugh as, as fans were, but obviously Harbaugh's going to have to, I, I use the phrase, make nice. You know, he's, he's going to have to be a little bit of that charmer, be, be a little bit, um, in my opinion, nicer to, to his bosses, to the university, to the boosters, if he wants to get that increased deal after stringing them out for so long. And then also, I know you weren't necessarily – um, Working the phone lines on on this, but but do you suspect any other changes? Assistant coaching salary, some of the you know maybe maybe a uh, a higher buyout. I mean, what sort of changes do you expect to happen with his return? Because I obviously he returned for a reason. Now it could have been as simple as Minnesota didn't offer him the job, but it does seem like Michigan is pretty excited about this. Um, so so clearly there's been some productive conversations that that have Michigan believing Harbaugh is content coming back. What are some of your thoughts on the, maybe not, not necessarily the rumor changes, but kind of what you expect the next steps to be within the university, not just recruiting?
2: Um, well, I do think for one, I, I, I suspect, you know, one thing, the other kind of theme throughout for Harbaugh is, and I, again, another thing I totally believe, not something he's actually ever talked about publicly or, or maybe, no, I guess he did with the, uh, I would do this job for free comment, but, uh, I don't really think the money is the big factor or the the primary factor. I think the bigger deal will maybe try to restructure a, a contract that, that maximize or minimizes any negative recruiting maybe, right? I mean, try to structure it in a way where he can say, listen, like, you know, we're we're in this together as far as like him and, and Michigan. Again, you could, there's it's not as if any any contract out there would necessarily fully do that, but you might be able to at least structure it in a way where he can look at recruits and, and show them or tell them like, Hey, like this, this is the deal uh, here. Um, otherwise, again, I think the other angle is it's going to have to be a situation where, so Michigan, win when they win the big 10 this year, they go to the playoffs, they take on a team, one of those like seven or eight programs in the country who always seem to magically recruit better than everybody else. I think Michigan needs to I think it's one of those deals where you know can Michigan utilize whatever advantages they may have as a university as a as just a with the alumni network with everything with NIL with all this other stuff to help build a roster that can compete can maybe take that next step. You know, does Michigan want to be Notre Dame, or do they want to, or can they maybe take that leap into Ohio State, Georgia um, type territory? You know, from a roster building standpoint. So, those are the two really big things I think. You know, try to, um, mini, like get you know minimize the amount of negative recruiting through whatever type of contract they set up, and also, like I said, maybe, you know, uh, some real conversation about. You know, what, how, what capabilities abilities do we have uh, to better, to build an even better roster than we have just basically through most, like, standard recruiting and stuff?
1: Yeah, in terms of 2022, they're, they're going to have a chance to, well, they're going to have to get, get some work in because, you know, Ohio State, they host the game this year, I imagine. They'll be pretty hungry revenge but the other 11 games line up fairly um about as favorably as they have under jim harbaugh i mean he's he hasn't really had many breaks in his schedule over the years and so yeah this is a year where as of right i mean i'd set the over under for win total at at 10 um and and i'd I'd be tempted to predict 11 and one i still have to see how you know different teams utilize the transfer portal or or who looks like what in spring ball. But, but yeah, this schedule lines up very well for them to kind of mend the fences through winning. Now, I still think uh, a few things that, that to keep an eye on in the coming weeks are, are do other either NFL teams or even high-caliber high college teams kind of try to see if these assistant coaches are all on board with Jim Harbaugh I imagine they will be, I'm not predicting anything to happen, but, but you know, if I, if I'm putting myself in an opposing coach's shoes, I'm like, Hey man, Harbaugh just kind of left you stranded for five weeks without necessarily keeping you updated and everything. And and, and not you, not really knowing if you were going to have a job, do you want to come work for us for more money? And then, and then that's where I think the assistant coaching salary pools, Michigan, I don't know exactly where they rank, uh, but quietly not a, they have a lot of coaches that I would, I would say are on the cheap. Now, they're making great money. I don't think that there's necessarily – I don't think anyone's struggling out there. But at the same time, you, know, you hear about some of these other position coaches at other schools making close to a million dollars. And, and that's where that defensive coordinator hire will be interesting because I think I, – I I suspect Michigan will kind of be incentivized to maybe get a real star hire, you know someone who's, who costs a lot of money but also – um, can bring some, some more positive momentum, bring maybe some excitement uh, to, to to the team as they enter spring ball. So anyway, that's going to do us, do it for us for now. Obviously we have a lot of writing to do. There's lots of things that we're going to talk about. I still want to uh, pick Steve's brain about my who's next story from, from last week. Uh, at some point there will be more news on the defensive coordinator hire. We're just not, we're not in a situation where we can talk knowledgeably about that right now. So so we'll wait for another day. But plenty of football content uh, here, at the, here at the Michigan Insider, four seven Michigan sportscom For Steve Lorenz, I'm Zach Shaw. This has been the Wolverine 24-7 Podcast. Hope you had fun. Hope you learned something. We'll see you next time.